listening to A Cool Truth Podcast Production. my god he's back back from the dead back from parts unknown wherever he was we'll get into it what's up what's up what's up i'm daddy cool ac cool truth aew review and the double or nothing pre-show and with me is my brother the one and only white house What's up, my boy? What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? Bro, I am uh, kind of fired up for Double or Nothing, but we're going to get into that in a few. We got got some stuff to break down here before we get there. The Go Home Show. I thought this show was was very interesting. I thought it started a little slow, but... As AEW tends to do before pay-per-view, um, I got my interest loud and clear towards the end. So I'm very excited about this show. Break it down. There's some things I liked. There's a couple things I'm like, yeah. Mm, but yeah. all in all, all in all, I did enjoy the show. Well, yeah. All right, so before, before we get into the Dynamite, um, as we welcome in our loyal following of Cool Truth fans... Especially the uh, the ones that enjoy the AEW uh, breakdown shows here. We also now have to finally we are on Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. Um, this is our first official show. This has been in the works for a long time, and I I finally got the technical team together. We worked out all the technical technicities, and we figured it out, and uh, we're here. So. We're welcoming ourselves, and we thank you. we thank Retromania Network for having us. Yes, thank you. And very much. Uh, we hope the uh, new listeners enjoy um, something about AEW, which they haven't had on the network. Um, I know the uh, Gouging Pike podcast with our uh, fearless leader Colby Nida is on the network. Um, the Kicking Out of Two podcast with my brother. Uh, Diamond Dave Rosenbluth is on the network, and uh, for you guys listening on Cool Truth, obviously you've heard uh, Diamond Dave on the show, so that's pretty cool. So we're really excited to do that, and it honestly couldn't have worked out any better. Uh, you have AEW performing live again, uh, which is fantastic. We have a live pay per view emanating from Florida. Jacksonville, Daly's Place, the Jaguar Stadium. They're going to be all over the building. Really cool stuff. Literally break all that over the da- building. Yep. We're going to break that down for you. But before we do that, let's get into the um, AEW review. And uh, basically, for, for the new listener, we, we kind of do this every week. Uh, we try to stick to a strict schedule every now and then. There are some you know bumps in the road. But for the most part, we try to stick to getting this 
um, getting this out as close as close to the end of Dynamite as we can because obviously it's time sensitive, especially in a week yes. where you have a pay per view in a few days. But um, again, I I, I I mean I don't want to go crazy over the top. Um, it, I thought it was a solid go home show. Um, yeah. heading into the pay per view, uh, we learned some things. Uh, there's still some questions, um, but I thought they 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 did hit a lot of big points on this show, and you had some some f- not so familiar faces lately uh, right. finally reappear, which you finally. and I have, you and I have talked about the last yes. few weeks. Um, we, you know, you the the Bucks are back, and then we get the big the the big hangman. Uh, appearance, which I thought was important. Um, we'll get into it more as we get towards the end of the show. But um, you know, what are your overall thoughts on the show before we we start breaking it down bit by bit? I thought I thought if you uh, if you look at last, remember last time? Well, we have to go way back last quarter. We we when we broke down the uh, go home show um, toward when they were going into the uh, pay per view. We didn't like it too much. Um, there were a lot of misses. Mm. I thought this time around, as, as you said, I agree. There were a lot of hits. I thought it started out a little slow, and but I but it definitely got better as the as the night progressed. And I thought they hit a home run, which I think they needed to at the end of the show where we get to. But I thought they they brought it home. And uh, I thought it was all in all a, a, a solid, give it a solid show. You, I thought the energy uh, was, you, was well noticed. I thought they were all excited, mm-hmm. trying to do their thing, and and it, it, it was it was a great show. Considering what else is out there to watch, I thought it, I thought this show was definitely definitely a solid. Yeah, absolutely. Um... It was that. It was just. It was better formatted for a go home show than the last time. Yeah. The, pro- the, the problem. The problem with the last go home show that they had, which was, it was a glaring issue. They shot their wad with Cody in the in the cage match the prior week, and they kind of just left it at that, which was interesting that they chose that path. I thought at the at, for the most part they they went about this show giving you giving you those little what's the word bullet points get, just giving you those little teases is probably yes. a better word yeah. um, to get involved in some of these feuds assuming like I have friends who. You know, because of the way wrestling's being presented in this this time and place we're in now, are in and out of it. And I don't know that they give it as much of a chance as they probably should. And we've had arguments about that between me and certain friends. Um, and I'm just like, dude, the, the minute you see something you don't like, you can't turn the show off. Because when you put the two hours into perspective, yeah, maybe that one match wasn't great. Or maybe that one segment wasn't great. But... When you put it all together, it's a pretty decent two hours of wrestling. Um, so anyway, so I, I like the idea that they kind of touched on a little bit of everything 
Whereas if you haven't watched in the last few weeks and you're like, oh shit, AEW has a pay-per-view on Saturday, maybe I should jump in this week. I don't necessarily think you got... I don't think you got like an overwhelming feel for everything that's going on, but they at least tried to attack a lot of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, they did. They addressed a lot. You know, Addre- I, I, that's that's yeah. the right word. Addressed you know, a lot. Yeah. I think they addressed a lot, and they tried to cross their T's and dot their I's more this time around than mm-hmm. last. But I also thought they tried to suck you in and have a vested interest, you know, because one of the things that you and I have always said about AEW, there's everything, there's something for everyone, you know, whatever style you like. They tried to have that all in 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 involved in AEW and so they definitely tried to hook you in and have a vested interest and I would say for the majority of the stuff I'm definitely uh invested in and see see how it's going to turn around and, and and play out some things I think we already know how it's going to play out but I think it was just a matter of them trying to get most if not everyone on the card as possible you could kind of see how that played out but um, I, I thought they did a better job this time around than last, and it just stood out to me, definitely this time around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, let's get into it. And uh, for for the new listeners, and uh, you know, and obviously the people that have been listening, they kind of know how we do this. Uh, White House is the uh, is the guy who who keeps the structure. He uh, he he gives me the segments because <laughs> because if I try to write them down, it's a nightmare. And if I try to look at him on a on my phone, I start looking at other shit and I lose my place. It's a nightmare. So literally, I, I just want to turn the mic on and talk, uh, and and that's what I try to do, even though I have a lot more responsibilities behind the scenes. But anyway, um, White House brings the segment, so let's get going uh, with how they opened AEW Dynamite on uh, on the twentieth uh, of March. I said March twenty twentieth May. In 2020. 2020. Um, started out with Inner Circle getting out of the limo, um, doing their thing, and and uh, everybody had something funny to say to Alex, which I thought was a pretty cool way to, to start off the show. Jericho with his bat um, that kind of destroyed, not kind of, but did destroy Vanguard last week, and, and Ortiz and Santana. Dude, those two are so, they're funny bastards, man. Yeah, the, really the, the, the inner circle is a really good faction. It really I, I, is. It really they all complement them each other really well. Oh. And having having the mind of Jericho leading it is, I mean, can, you can't go wrong. It's genius. I just I just love their work. And in the segment, you know, ends as as I think it was Ortiz takes the clip off uh, off of Alex's tie and says, "I think this is worth something." And they pan into the ring and. I thought it was a good way to start the show. Nice little, nice little haha there for a minute. But uh, opens, which I was surprised that they were going to open with this because, given that Cody's been involved in a, most of the openings for the last month or so, um, so it was good to see them change it up a little bit. And they went with Mox versus Tent. That was our, that was the start. And Tent comes out first. Rory Lee cuts a put, cuts a nice promo. Um, I'm really digging his promos. I like I like that he's not yelling he's not he's even keel um not saying Jake the Snake even keel but just I'm just digging a lot of what Brody Lee is doing um 
And on a side note, if you guys had a chance to listen to him on Busted Open on SiriusXM a couple days ago, he had a nice little interview there and just look just thankful for the opportunity, trying to take the ball and running with it. Very confident in his abilities, mm-hmm. and he's out to prove himself. So it was a very good interview. I'm digging what Brody Lee's yeah, doing. Yeah, I got I to check that out. I got to check that um, yeah. podcast uh, was, I don't – um, the, 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 it's, it's kind of a fun fact about me, which is kind of weird – when, uh, when you know, uh, you, when you start to understand what type of wrestling fan I am, it most people, when I tell them this, are shocked because I'm such a big wrestling fan. I'm indie. I go to indie shows. And you and I, you, you, for those that don't know, uh, White House and I were at the first ever Dynamite in yes. in Washington D.C. Um, so we were there for that, which is, I mean, one of my great wrestling memories, you know, I've been to WrestleMania, but I don't, I don't listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts. Um, I listen to some shows that my friends do, uh, here and there, but like the mainstream, like huge wrestling podcasts or radio shows like busted open and everything else. I don't listen to it. Like I really don't because I don't really And I don't even mean this to sound like a dickhead or sound conceited. I really don't care what they have to say. Like, I just want to watch wrestling and formulate my own opinion and like what I like and don't and not like what I don't want to like. And I used to get into a lot of social media barbs with people about wrestling and I've kind of not done it recently because it's just I I just I've got to the point where I'm like, you know what? You like what you want to like. I'm going to like what I want to like. So I don't listen to a a lot of wrestling podcasts. The problem with that is I sometimes miss interviews. So then it helps when somebody's like, hey, dude, you got like when Moxley got free and he started doing interviews, I made a point to listen to those. But that didn't get. Yeah, they that didn't get me to listen, listen to all these podcasts. And I don't really think that a lot of wrestling podcast shows do a lot of really good interviews. Like, I really don't. I think a lot of them are terrible, to be honest with you. I think it's... I I don't know why I I prefer uh, a little give and take with the interview. And I kind of like the person who's not afraid to ask a tough question. And I feel like a lot of wrestling podcast interviews is just like a love fest. It's and softball. I can't stand yeah. it. And and, and I, I'm not even. I, I'm gonna bring it up, but I'm not even saying it to knock Austin because I don't think his podcast is bad. I don't listen to it all the time, but I don't think it's bad. I think it's entertaining. I think it's good. I just don't like his interview style because I feel like it's great, great all love, over the love, place love. Like we talk, like we talk about with yeah. the commentary with AEW all yeah. the time, where it's great, great, yeah. great, great, great. It, everything can't yeah. be great. Um, having said that. I think that Jericho is a very good interviewer. It's very good. So I love I I've been saying this for years. I love his interviews. So if I'm going to go listen to an interview with a wrestler and he's done five podcasts and I see he's done Jericho, I'm going to go to Jericho first. That's just right. me, you know. Right. So I got I do I do have to check that out. Um, yeah, and, and I don't normally listen to Busted Open. I mean, I I don't mind Lagreca. Um, I'm not a big Mark Henry guy. I like Bully Ray on there, but um, I, I the listen, I've why, listened to none of it since Ray's right. been on there. And, and 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 the only reason why I listened to it, quite honestly, uh, was to, was just for this Brody Lee segment. 
But uh, the only time I really listen to Busted Open is if my friend is on there, um, Bobby mm-hmm. Cruz. Uh, mm-hmm. He goes on there occasionally, so I'll listen to support. But, that, but, but that's that's that, a different idea, too, know. because he's giving you that ROH perspective, That's yeah. and that's giving them a little more of a main... It, it, that's just a different deal. I yeah. did did uh I thought that Brody did Jericho did he not? He did. I okay. haven't caught that one, but yes. All right. So that I mean, so between yeah. the two, I'm going to. That's my point. Between the and, two, I'm going to Jericho. And as you as you mentioned Jericho, another reason why you would want to listen to Jericho this week as well, dude. He had Owen Hart's wife on. Mm. That. Was really good. Why well, I, I I have I'm not that I want to go down a rabbit hole here, but I have not watched the. I haven't um, watched it either. Yet. Okay, yeah. But so it's we, on. It's on my DVR to watch though. Yeah, maybe, I heard it was really good. Yeah, maybe we, you know, maybe next week after the Dynamite review. Um, yeah, man. After the Dynamite review, we can uh, we could take a look at that. Um, and just just while while we're talking here, a programming note. Um. I, I, I'm not saying it's going to be Saturday night or Sunday morning after the pay-per-view, but by Monday morning, we will have our, you know, double or nothing review. Whether it, whether it does happen Saturday night or Sunday morning is remains to be seen, but I'm not promising it. Right. <laughs> Probably depends on how much whiskey I drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got this, I got this concoction I've uh, made and it's, uh, whew. Yeah, it's keeping me up at night. I'm having fun with it. Well, here, here's um, the, the funny the, the funny part is is through this, I I've been kind of going through the rains rain uh, rain rains of emotions. I think they call it. Yeah. Uh, yeah through yeah. this whole lockdown scenario, and yeah. um, I mean, I literally, I I, I it, it it's kind of sounds pussy ass, but I've been going like you know the ups and downs and the webs and flows and everything else. So anyway, so for the last. I don't know, eight to ten days. I've been uh, I've been back on the keto, I've been eating right, I've been working out every day. Uh, I got the sleep schedule mostly back in order. Even if I stay up, oh, okay. even if I stay up really late, I uh, I'll get up at a proper time in the morning. Which uh, for the new listener, uh, I had a major <laughs> sleep issue. Um, for the That's first, a lack of better word. Let me tell you, major sleep issue for the first six weeks of this pandemic situation. So we, we've worked on that. But the other side of that is I've been I've been drinking less, of course. Um, but there's there's actually like a cause and effect. So like last night I hadn't drank in three days. And I've Ooh. been doing the keto. It's low carbs, so that that's a very different situation. So you know, I'm podcasting with the one and only great uh, Blading for Truth, Jeff Edwards, who is a uh, a founding member of Cool Truth, who is now back in the family, which I'm very happy to announce. Um, which we'll get we'll get to more details with that uh, later on. But um, we we did we did some recording, so there'll there'll be either a really long show or like. Two or three shows. I haven't decided yet. I'm still breaking it down. But the other part of that was we were drinking Jack Daniels because our new cold venture is called the Jack Hour. So we decided to drink Jack Daniels. And yeah, your boy AC tied one on last night very God. easily. And it's just and honestly, I if if I drank that amount, 
four weeks ago, I probably wouldn't even be slurring it. And it it hit like a motherfucker last night. But anyway, uh, Brody Lee, nice. John Moxley, we're off the rails again. And as you listen as to Cool Truth Podcast, this happens all the time. All the time. All the time. What? I mean, it's a, it's a fact-finding mission for the new listener anyway. They're yeah, like, what, you know, what are these two Jew carps really like? And now you're starting to hear it. We are getting to the wrestling, I promise. Yeah, but I thought this was a really good – I thought this was a really good promo with Brody to, to – uh, to, to, just to add another layer to this match because I think there are those out there that don't think that he's he has the um, there's a believability that he can win this match. I'm on the fence. I think this can honestly go either way. I was weird at first seeing him hold that belt, but AC, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm digging what Brody Lee is doing, and yeah, and I think it's brought out the I, best in Moxley as well. I, it was funny you say that because I wrote that in the notes in here. I liked his entrance, how he came out. I liked his move sets in the ring, and um, I know I'm skipping ahead, but even the after the match, his promo when he did the ten, I'm digging this this seriousness. He's getting rid of that corny, goofy, funny stuff, mm. and he's just he's just, he's that sadistic. He's I I call him the sadistic Mox, and he's just serious. Badass. I, I, I feel off. like they've. I feel like they both have gotten better out of this. I, um, I, I do. They've, they've kind of gotten away from the theme of the early uh, Brody Lee, where I was calling Mister McBrody. Um, yeah. They've kind of. They've kind of gotten away from the Mister McBrody uh, idea, and and he's now you know Mister Brody Lee, the leader of the Dark, Dark Order, who stole the title from you know the the savage John Moxley. And, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily know that I should give the credit to Jake Hager, but I'm going to give the credit to the idea of what he and Hager did that it's brought that him back to this kind of yeah. badass character. And, yeah. and honestly, I, I, this is, this is the guy, this is the guy we want to see. This is the guy we, like, this is not the guy that's hawking t-shirts and, you know, th- this belt is for you guys. That's not Mox, bro. That's, no. you know what I mean? Like, that's... None of the that's, pandering shit. No, yeah, man. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like... Yeah. Kiss-ass stuff. Like, I, that's, right. I, I just don't think that's... I just don't think that anybody sees that and believes it's real. Although, it may be very real for the guy. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. it, he may re- he may very well feel that way. But I don't necessarily think his character. character. It, right. right. Exactly. Right. We don't need to see the character. And and I just I just think since that match he had with, with Hager, and I think you're right, we've seen this different, serious, sadistic part of Mox. And I think that's what I expected to see. We saw bits and pieces of it in Japan. And I thought some of his Japan work was good. And we we're expecting to see that AEW, and no, we got the guy hawking shirts after he wins the title with the title on there. But that's uh, we don't want to go down that rabbit trail because you and I could go down there really. Yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. You know I, what mean, I mean, that, I, so, that that rubbed me the wrong way. It's, right, it really did. Yeah, you know, still, and and so I liked and, and and I wrote that down as this is the mocks I want to see continually. Yeah, his and, hair's messed up, and he yeah, he's, you know he's he's you know. 
quote unquote breaking arms and breaking arms, you know man. just I thought that was awesome. Just looking like mean and nasty. Here's the other thing. I don't necessarily think that he needs a title to be that guy either. Um, I, I don't. I don't. The way things are right now, I don't. I. I, I am. I'm kind of off the idea that I don't want him to be champion because he's this guy. Not this guy now. But what I think him. I, I don't know if it's like a fact finding mission or they're trying to see if he looks like a badass without a belt around him. But he really does. Like I almost think like when he has the belt. It's worse for him. It's so weird. It's crazy to say that. But it almost like he's just a guy that like shouldn't have a belt. Like Roddy Piper never had belts. You, you know what I mean? Like, um, need it. Yeah. Yeah. Ted DiBiase uh, was the other one. Ted DiBiase didn't need it. I mean, he made his own. But but, but that but that, that fit his character, out. though. That fit that his character, character to make that belt. But yeah. he didn't need it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And... and Just not look at the million dollar character, but Ted DiBiase was a badass before he got the WWF. But yes, Mox could be that guy. I mean, Christ, Jake Roberts, he didn't have a belt. He mm. didn't need it, and he was believable. Per- that's another. That's another very good example. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, so, so there's some out there, and Mox could just fit that bill. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'll tell you what, this run at AEW, even the Hawking shirts in the beginning. This run that he's having as champ now, so much better than the, when he had that run with the WWE Championship after he won at Money in the Bank. No, years no, no, ago. no, 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 hold on, hold on. So hold much on. better. It's so, so much, much better, better than any run he had in WWE with any belt. Touche, touche. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh, I mean, so, the, literally the worst U.S. title run in history, which is saying oh, a lot because uh, everybody has yeah, a terrible U.S. title right, run except for John Cena, but. Right. <laughs> Oh my god! Shout out John Cena. Roman <laughs> Reigns had a good title run with it. But I mean, anybody, listen, hey, you just mentioned two superstars. What do you know? <laughs> Samoan oh, Dynasty, Jesus. baby! Shout out to the Dynasty. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, but no, I like how the match ended. I like the promo Mox did. You know, called him out. He called Brody Lee out and said, I'm going to break this dude's arm, give me my belt back. And he suffered his lieutenant and walked out. And then chaired to the arm. I thought it was, I thought it was a great way to get their uh, continue the program into the pay-per-view that now we now know is going to be the main event, which I don't know how it's going to play out. But, I, you know, I just think that the heavyweight championship main event, I think that's a good way to keep continue that going put the importance back with the, the title one, the, the one thing the one thing about it and this is probably more for the uh preview show but while we're on the subject um by putting the AEW title match last it supplants that that's the number one yeah. belt that yeah. that's the heavyweight championship the yeah. TNT title is the I see USA secondary title. Um, although I still believe that the biggest program, because of how, because of everything, because of the way the show had to be done, is Cody and Archer. I still oh, think absolutely. that, and, and that just might be because it's the match I most want to see, which is yeah. saying a lot because I want to see a lot of these matches. Yeah. Um, but by putting that last, 
it it drives home the point that this is the, the, belt. Yeah. the belt. This is the championship. And I think that's very important, and I like the idea that you're doing it. I really do. Even <laughs> over the Stampede match, which we're going to talk about, um, yeah. I like the idea that they are putting that title on the pedestal because it should yeah. be put on the pedestal. Yep, yep. No, I agree. Because if you if you watch a New Japan show, if the IWGP title is being defended, no matter who else is on the card, it goes yep. last every last. time. Every time. Absolutely. Every time. When Chris Jericho wrestled Kenny Omega in one it of the biggest international the matches ever, it didn't go last. The IWGP title match went Correct. last. Correct. And I... And I'm glad to see that AEW is doing that here as well. And that leads us into the second match. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you. I Wow, you're moving talk- me on. Usually I move you on. Now you're moving right. me on. <laughs> because I really want to talk. Not Marco. MJF. And he's so uh, good. So freaking good, man. He is. Oh. He, like, when I, when I talk to my, my good friend, the one and only great king, the uh, the Great King Firehawk, he's a you know big old school wrestling guy, and I I kind of feel like the way the eight it's probably it, it actually I don't even it, it probably off a little bit, but I almost feel like MJF is my flair, our flair. I know you're. It's hard. It's hard because we we did grow up with Flair a little bit. Um, some of you guys more than me. Uh, but I don't know if you, I'll put it to you this way: if you're like the thirty some odd year old wrestling fan in the middle eighties when Flair was doing his thing, which I don't I don't even know that Firehawk was that age either. That's why I don't. I almost don't even want to say it, but he's the big old school wrestling guy. That's why I bring it up. Where f- that Flair Dusty thing is like his thing. Yep. MJF is our Flair. Is is especially the the twenty somethings um, that are watching AEW, which is probably a big portion of the audience. To be believe it or not, yep. um, th- this is their Flair, uh, yeah. and he might have his Dusty and Cody. Um, I that's far from over. Uh, this guy is tremendous. His work is tremendous. I, I I'm telling you, and I, I could I bring it up to the cows come home. And for you loyal listeners of Cool Truth, that uh, some of this is going to sound repetitive, but being that we are on a new network and we have a lot of new nis- listeners, some stuff needs to be repetitive so we can get the history out there. I saw MJF versus Flip Gordon in front of 300 people in the Bethany Town Hall a couple years ago. I, they, he might even been 20. I don't even know if he was 21 at the time. And he didn't do anything crazy moveset-wise that you'd be like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like when you see Ray Phoenix, you're like, oh, my God. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. MJF, I literally was like, this kid's a superstar because of his psychology and the, he had the crowd in the palm of his hand the second he walked out. Damn. Tremendous, dude. And I'm like, this guy has something. And then next thing you know, he's opening all in. Dude, that's my first that was my first that was my first discovery of uh, of him. And he had that opening match, dude. 
I do, I can't tell you who it was against. Matt Cross. I remember. I remember this cat. Son of Havoc. Matt Cross, Son of Havoc, and Matt, Lucha Underground right, right, for you, yeah. Lucha Underground people. And yep. Matt Cross is very much that Ray Phoenix type guy where right. you see the moves and you're so. like, holy shit. Very and listen, so. Matt Cross is, uh, you know, indie, uh, indie and, and Lucha Underground legend, you know, 20 yep. years yep. all over the place. Yep. Um, all the moves and excitement, everything else. MJF. Through no flippity floppity flippity flu dives, crazy no selling nonsense, just worked the crowd, worked the crowd, and it it, even even to the point where he was like, "I don't need." He literally said in the match, "I don't need to flip to get over." And he he wasn't wrong then, and he's not wrong now. <laughs> but I, I will say this though. The other side of it, can we end this Marco stunt experiment, please? Yes. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I get that AEW wants to be the all-inclusive, everybody has a chance, wrestling community and everything else. Okay, so find a fucking straw rate division for AEW Dark or some bullshit you do on YouTube. Because I don't need to see the guy with a physique of a nine-year-old in a wrestling ring. Think, Call me think, old school, but yeah, I'm sorry. Think, it just it's atrocious. It's not but it's not even remotely believable. Because no. the, yeah, I, I get the idea that Rey Mysterio wrestled Big Show and they made it believable in a he sense. Fucking had talent though. But he was it's just the way Ray did things that the luchador style and um you know the superhero-ness wearing the mask and his costume and everything else. Marco Stunt, if I if I let my daughter fight Marco Stunt, she would kick his ass. I, I don't need to see that. For those who don't know, my five-year-old, his name's Jackson, loves wrestling. I think Jackson's bigger than Marco Stunt. It's unbelievable. Like, what are they doing with it? I, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. And here's the thing. When you're trying to draw that crossover fan and you're trying to suck them out of the other show... It, it, at the at the end of the day, it maybe just to watch your show, even if it's on tape delay or DVR, or maybe to get them to watch AEW over NXT and be excited about AEW. Right. When they come from that fandom and they see that, it leg- it illegitimizes if that's even a word. We'll go with it. Uh, what AEW is trying to do? I'm sorry, it just does. Now, I don't need to see a string kid, bean. Him around, you like the kid? Make him a manager. Do something. But uh, yeah. the, the wrestling stuff, I mean, my God, there was a point where MJF took his finger and was putting it up his own nose, uh, up Marco's own nose. I mean, dude. Here's the know? problem. Whenever he lands a move, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> no, you <laughs> like, don't. If, if I ran into that guy and, and tried to have, and, and, and we got into a fight, I don't. I don't even care what he knows. I like. Are you kidding me? Right. Like, are you kidding me? Right. And I. I try not. I, listen. I. I've learned. I've. Wor- I've worked in clubs. I've bounced. I've managed. I've dealt with plenty of lunatic, Napoleonic motherfuckers. But I'll tell you something right now. The guy that small. Pff, get out of here, bro. 
Get out of here. No. Dude, they, they got to stop. With, there's a couple things where it's like again and again. Like I, I just and I, I say this about Vince all the time too. And it, it's true in every wrestling company. There's these little things that are so atrocious that I don't understand how smart, lifelong, productive, amazing wrestling people watch and they think that it's good and okay to be on national TV or even be on a show. I, I And Marco Stunt falls into that category. I don't get I it. I agree. And I don't, there's no one that can explain it to me because there's, I can, I can try to suspend my disbelief. I get it. That's going too far, though. I'm sorry. It just is. <laughs> no, I. The only thing that I, the only thing that got out of this match that I really liked is they've teased it like two or three weeks in a row, dude. Luchasaurus and Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. see it. Yeah. I want to see it. Honestly, I will, all I wanted to see was before the match start. Wardlow kick Marco Stunt third. <laughs> I wanted to see him kick him so far he landed at the fifty fucking yard line in the Jacksonville Stadium. That's where. That's what I wanted to see. You all right? <coughs> I think we lost White House. Oh, oh you there? Yeah, you're right there. Ladies and gentlemen, we're experiencing Whoa. technical difficulties. Oh, I hear you. Plug your headphones in. Yeah, no, I had a technical <laughs> difficulty. Not only did my oh, we heard it all. Out. Trust me. <laughs> Not only did my headphones unplug, my mic unplugged at the same time. Don't know how I did that. He was doing a I'm Mike Francesa. He actually fell asleep while I was talking about Marco Stunt. Do you actually do you actually blame him? Because I want to fall asleep every time I see Marco Stunt. So there's no problem. <laughs> So, so I don't know how I did that. So I apologize, folks. Um, this now takes us into they and it, and and this is this was one video package of of many, and that goes back to what we were talking about last quarter. We didn't get enough of that, and I thought they did that because we had back to back video packages. One promoting the uh, casino ladder match, we'll get to later, mm-hmm. and then another was doing something with Darby Allen. Which I thought was pretty funny, because um, he had pictures of different faces on there playing cards. He's flipping them off. It was good to see Darby Allen still there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still seeing him, even though it's a video package. And then that goes into the third video, which, hey, this one re- I really liked. It was was we finally saw the bastard Pac. Yes, and that was that awesome. was awesome, dude. That was awesome. It really was. And and so that and, and so that video package took us into Pac's uh, trio uh, tag team partner Ray Phoenix and Cassidy, and I was really looking forward to this match. One because I can, think I, can I just Ray say Phoenix. something real quick? Go ahead, go ahead. The bastard Pac, leader of Triangular de la Morte. <laughs> I knew you wanted to say that. <laughs> I love. I just love the fact that I could somewhat pronounce it warms my heart. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even. I don't even call him Death Triangle. I call him Triangle no. della Morte. That's what they should be calling themselves. Because some so they should not even say Death Triangle. No, Triangle della Morte. And it kind of it kind of gives you that nostalgic Lucha oh. Underground feel too. Exactly. But anyway, go ahead. 
So, I had to, so, you know I had to say it. <laughs> of course, of course. And so I was really looking forward to this match. And to me, um, I thought this was the best, best match of the night. Um, that's not taking anything away from Sammy G and Hardy at the, in the main event. But this was my favorite Col- match yeah, of the yeah, night. Yeah, one, one in 1A for sure, yeah. You know, and it's just because I just enjoy watching Ray Phoenix. Because I think when he's on... He's so his, good. He's so, so good, fucking good, man. The thing about Ray Phoenix is he's kind of mastered the flippity floppity flippity flu with the lucha, lucha, lucha stuff. Yeah. Also, this brings in the strong style. He's yeah. kind of, but he he t- he tied it all together where. It's flippity, it's floppity, it's lucha, but it, he also sells it all. Oh, yeah. We're like, in comparison, you know, not to go down a rabbit hole once again, Ricochet and um, and Osprey, when they did all those moves, it was it was a gymnastic show. Right. You know what I mean? They, they didn't hit each other, they didn't sell anything. Uh, Ray Phoenix... We'll do all that stuff, and then I'll knock your fucking head off. Right. And which is something that I think Jericho has brought into the style of Sammy Guevara also, which is pretty yes. cool. So, but, de- dude, definitely. Um, I'm a big fan of Orange Cassidy. I know there's people out there that don't Always like. Always growing on me. They, I, I get that they don't. It, it, here's part of it. He was presented in AEW as just. The goofy, ret- right. re- ridiculous, you know, slow motion, I don't care, lazy gimmick. But here's right. the thing. Now that he's starting to wrestle more often, but still do that stuff too, you're starting to see that this guy can go. He can go. <laughs> you know what he I mean? Can do, he can do shit that's pretty impressive, man. He, he really can go. Can. And, and, he, and yeah. let's, let's be honest, his match with Pac... At the last oh, pay per view, was very good. It was very, very good. good, very good. It was and fantastic. Pac, Pac is another one of those guys with the you know he could do the flippity floppity flippity flu, but he's giving you the the impact, the, yeah. the, the you know the moves the, and the some and even the submissions now uh, yeah. that are very like badass believable. And in a company where let's face it, you do have a little more size than before, but you don't have a ton of size with. Right. With Pac being with his physique, you know he it, it it he almost sells better in AEW than he did say in like WWE when right. you're you're around too many giants in in some cases. Right, 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 and then you stick him a two hundred five live. Yeah, yeah, right. And and so well, if you actually I, did it right, it probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. But anyway, go no, ahead. He's had shit there to deal with, and so. I like how the match started out. He comes and tries to kick Cassie's head off. Cassie had his hands in his pockets and just sidesteps it. It, it just I like his nonchalant that Cassidy brings. And uh dude, that double stop that double stop he did on the back of Cassidy's head. It goes back to what you're saying. Ray Phoenix does the flippity flop, but he also has the impact moves mm-hmm. to back it up. Mm-hmm. And this was just one of many throughout the match. Oh, it was a really good match. It was my favorite match of the night. And uh, just the back and forth with the two. Ray Phoenix sold well. Um, you know, Cassidy got his stuff in. Just smooth. 
and it's just it's just it looks so slow for him. And so you, you I think there's we're not even hitting the tip of the iceberg with Cassie. I think Phoenix, there's so much in it. But the other thing too is Phoenix reminds me of Ricochet in the sense that when he does all this insane crazy shit that he does, it's so fluid and so well done. You don't you, like we were talking about Statlander last last yeah. week, where you get those cringe moments where you're like, "Oh my right. god, she broke her neck." You know what I mean? When yeah. Ray Phoenix does anything, I'm almost oh. like, you know, it will, the spot, even the spot at the end of the match when everybody Dude, came out, in air. he's floating in air, and he he, I mean, listen, he landed on everybody else with his legs, and he landed like the back part of his body. On the mat, but then when I watched it back, it's like, man, he protected his head and, you know, a little bit off, but, you know, even when he's a little bit off, there's no cringe moments, you know what I mean? No. Um, And actually, I had a semi-cringe moment when Best Friends flipped Cassidy yes. to land on the cr- and I had flashbacks of TK, ROH, 2000, what was it, 2016, 2017, whatever year it was, yeah. when, he, when, he, when TK did... The moonsault hit the guardrail and broke, literally broke his leg yes. in half. When like, Cassidy, when they yeah. flipped Cassidy, I almost thought this the same thing was going to happen to him. The, they they almost threw him too far. Yeah, but thankfully, yeah. you know, it didn't seem like there were any of those issues happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing, part the the weight of the guys kind of moved the guardrail as they were going to yes. catch him and quote unquote take the move. Suspend yeah. your disbelief. It's pro wrestling. We get it. It's, right. It's not a real fight. We understand that. Um, their weight kind of pushed the guardrail back because he would have hit it if that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, you, you definitely would. Yeah, if you play it back and watch it go slow mo. Yeah, he would definitely hit. So, it. can so, I ask you before we move on? Can I ask yeah. you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Because um, I'm very curious, and I really want to know when is the axe throwing competition on AEW. Oh, is there one? <laughs> there's no axe throwing competition. Oh, come on! If there's no axe throwing competition, is there at least a food fight? Can we get one food fight in AEW? I mean, it's pro wrestling. We're we're going for here. I was wondering if we we're going to make those segues. That's <laughs> awesome. Hey, hey, we don't even need to go. I think enough said. Enough said. Right, it was good. So yeah, you know, I think we hit, you know, that um, once 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 Kip came out and sat on the ladder. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Knew, I liked it. That was you knew this was going in a different. This was yeah. going to go in a crazy direction. Yeah. Well, they were, they were tying in the idea of tying the, in, the match. Right. And I th- I thought Shivani said it great. Two minutes of chaos or two mm. minutes of craziness. It was it was an impactful two minutes. It was fun. They got their spots in. You saw SCU come down. And, and and I'm very excited uh, 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 yeah, to go down that road, but to see what Scorpio I, Sky. I, I, honestly, I hope the I hope that, and we'll get into this on the uh, the preview show. But I, I hope it opens the show. I think it's the perfect match. Oh to open my show. god! Yeah, I think that's. I think yeah, yeah, that would be so cool, dude. Because what you can do is you can open with the ladder match, and when everybody's exhausted because it was so fantastic, you can just. Get the women's match out of the way, I, and then get yeah. back to the real wrestling. 
<laughs> Which I'm real honestly, good. guys, for the new listeners, I'm really not sexist. We'll get there. I'm right. really not. Tessa, Tessa Blanchard is one of my top five favorite wrestlers right now. I, I honest, I it's the honest to God's truth. I'm just kidding. It's a perfect segue because now we get the tag team match <laughs> of Sheeta Statlander versus Rose and Baker. I didn't like it. I didn't like the match. I thought, uh, thought one, we saw too much of Nyla Rose. Too much of Nyla Rose for me is also always a bad thing. Um, I, the only favorite part of the match was I, I was glad to see Sheeta put Nyla Rose through the table. That was exciting. But I know, I mean, I, dude, I'm not digging the Statlander. And it's and she could be the sweetest, coolest. Mm. Yeah, get it, get her lady. Off TV. I can't stand the gimmick. Here, here's what they here's what they should do, man. It sucks. They should do AEW Singapore and send Statlander and Marco Stunt. Just start there. Just get them out. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I know we're in the. I know the whole pandemic thing, and everybody has their opinion. Dude, she's touching people's noses, man. Granted, I know she was tested, and they're all tested to be there. I get it. She shouldn't be touching people's noses. I'm just saying. I just, I just, dude, I can't take, I can't take her gimmick. I just, you're so oh. over it. You, you were on the Statlander train for a while too. Well, I, I, I think, she, I think, I think it's she's a good project. I mean, you're, 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 you're no, she's a project for sure, right? Well, dude, I can't take the gimmick, man. I can't. I mean, it just one. It's fucking aliens, dude. I just, uh, I just no. And just her saying hi to people is touching their nose. No, man. I just, I, I can't. I, I just, I, I don't I know that. I don't know that the nose thing bothers me as much as you do. The the thing that bothered me about this match um, was one thing I hate that you see a lot in pro wrestling is the idea that you see, you do these tag matches and get these these wrestlers beating each other up in matches before you actually so you see them doing moves and everything else on each other before you actually see the match. Um yeah. if you want to do that 3 4 5 weeks before the pay-per-view, I get it because then you can you have weeks to build the build the program without having them do that to each other. But you know, Sheeta's been wrestling on every show. I almost, I almost would have rathered, you know, a scenario where Sheeta did some kind of promo, and maybe uh, Rose came out and had like a squash match situation where Sheeta was on like commentary or something, and right. and then they, you know, Nyla Rose attacks or you know, whatever happens. Maybe they have a little skirmish or whatever. Nothing crazy. Um, but the idea that you, you got to go into these tag matches and everything else, like, it just, I I, I, I got to be fair. I crush it when the WWE does it. So I got to crush it when AEW does it. What? I don't, I, I don't like that aspect. Because I, I want to be, like, we, we were talking about it with Cody and Archer last week. The idea that they put their hands on each other. But they really they didn't hit their big moves. Oh, they did. It was kind of a stalemate. Yep. That to me that sells better than 
anybody getting over on the other one or them doing all these move sets to each other and everything else because that that's why I'm spending fifty dollars to watch pay per view or whatever the fuck it right. is sixty dollars who knows like, right. who knows what Comcast is going to charge me whatever it is I'm going to pay it I'm paying it for AEW I'm paying it for the workers that's what I'm going to do uh, and and I hope a lot of people would do that plus it's entertainment they're giving you something it should you know sometimes you have to pay for it it's it's okay right. uh, but at the end of the day. I, I want to see them kick the shit out of each other on the pay-per-view. Yep. And I want to have a reason to invest in watching them kick the shit out of each other on a pay-per-view. And I still don't think I'm there with the AEW women's division. And I don't think the way this presented helped either. Um, but it is what it is. It's the way they're doing it now. Um, and it wouldn't shock me if Nyla Rose is still standing there with the championship. After, I mean, we'll get into it later in the show, but uh, I, I, it, I don't want to call it a bathroom break because it's disrespectful, but I, I, I'm, I, dude, I'm just not into it. <laughs> I'm no, I'm, not, I'm not. It. I'm not into it. I'm just, I'm just, dude. I don't, I, I don't, I don't dig. I just don't dig Nyla Rose's stuff in the ring. I think she's, I think she sucks, and it's just, I just don't get why they have her as a champ because she's big and. Big and big and big. I I, I don't know. Well, I just, mean, I think we could all figure out some of the reasons right. why we don't need I'd, to bring them I'm up. Just trying to avoid, you, I'm use, trying to avoid. Actually, use your imagination with this one. <laughs> no, don't no, say no. it. Just think about right. it. Okay. We are uh, all, everybody listening is thinking what you're thinking. I promise you. <laughs> so after this news fest, we go into there's an interview with with Mox backstage with Alex. And, uh, uh, again, goes back to what he did before. It was a solid interview. Another interview by Mox I liked. And here's the thing I liked about this interview. He used the word belt, not title. I liked that. I liked it. He you know, probably did it on purpose for reasons. Of course. Yes. I liked it. We all know um, that you're in, when you've been in the, uh, the WWE, you're not allowed to use the word belt. So I, I, I think that was a calculated statement. And I don't really mind that word being used because it is a belt. It's Title a belt. belt, championship belt. It's another weird Vinceism, but whatever. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, I know. I like to use it. And, it was, and I thought it was, I thought it was a, another good interview. For his his way of taking home for his match on Saturday night, so I thought it was good. We saw Moxley Mox twice, and both times I thought were a hit. Unlike in past, where we're like, yeah, too much Mox. I mean, we we were like we were getting down on Mox, and a lot of yeah. people were. And it's it, the, the the whole Brody Lee thing, and and, and and you know what? Maybe just him going away for a few weeks and then coming back and. Coming back with a little bit of a vengeance, and again, I think the Hager um, situation helped too, um, in, in, a, in a brutal tight yeah. match. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 with you, bro. I'm digging Mox right now. And this was one of my favorite segments as well. This was a surprise. I hope, and here's the thing: I hope he has this little segment every week. SSN. It was John so good. Spears I'm news. so glad you brought this so- up. Dude, I was marking out. Here's the thing. I liked this before he said a word. Just yeah. seeing him at the desk with the suit on and the news yes. 
you know, the news kind of thing, the, the, the monitors behind him, and it said SSN, Sean Spears News or whatever it is. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. That was before you said a word. Then he started talking, and he crushed it, bro. This was literally one of the best segments on AEW, which is saying a lot. Which is saying a lot. Yes. He hit it out of the park. If that, Assuming that was his goal, he hit it out of the park. Plus, let's... Go ahead. The line... 12 years ago, swallowing pills wasn't a problem. That's what I was just going to say! Yes! And and they got a match out of it. In a match that makes sense also, This match makes so much sense. It's going to be good, too. It's it's going to be be good. good. Let's be honest. Dustin Rhodes at 51, whatever he is, is killing the game, bro. He's killing the game. How many good matches has this guy had since the game of the AEW? All of them. (laughs) Well, that one with Hagar wasn't that great, but it was yeah, it was a weird. That, it was kind of was a weird, weird. situation. It yeah. was just because they kept paying into his wife, man. It was just yeah, yeah, really... yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and, and I think we were all hoping for a squash match in that situation right. anyway. Right. But the right. match with Cody, uh, the match with Archer, uh, it, yeah, uh, Dustin Rose is killing the game. This is going to be a good match. And this here, be, this is one of. The, I'm going to save my. I'm going to save my what I want to see and what my prediction is for later in the show. But I, I was when literally while I'm watching this, in my mind I'm saying, call out Dustin. I literally was yes. thinking it because yes. it just made so much sense. So and much then sense. he then he hit him with the pill comment and I'm like, oh beautiful. Oh, dude, it was so good, man. Although can I, I can I give you one thing about it that I, I'm gonna nitpick a little. And it has nothing to do with Sean Spears. And it has nothing to do with the SSN report. Five seconds after it ends, AEW officials have yeah. said the match is on. Can you, can yeah. you wait ten minutes? Right, right. <laughs> like, right. like, like, like really? I mean, the, 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 like, the, I, I mean, were they in a Zoom meeting five seconds after the segment ended and they signed a contract? Can you, can you, like, could could they have done that segment and like? 15 minutes earlier, 20 minutes earlier. After the G video? Yeah. Right. Yeah, just, it was so, it was so So instant. Afterwards, it was almost like. So weird, man. Yeah, it's like, again, a situation. I get it. Suspend your disbelief. But you want to know something? You want to know what helps a wrestling fan suspend their disbelief? A little bit, a little bit of logic, common sense, and, and almost like. This is going to sound pussy ass, but I'm going to say it anyway. Things like that almost treat you like you're an idiot. Like you're a stupid wrestling fan because you want to believe it. Yeah. It's got to be believable. Like, oh, oh, listen, they're just a bunch of dumbass fans. They'll believe it. No, (laughs) motherfucker, put the goddamn segment on 20 minutes before you call the goddamn match. Right. And then then you even say, oh, JR, um, Oh, I, I just got word from Tony Khan in my ear. Uh, Dustin is signed to 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 fight, you know, uh, Sean Spears at Double or Nothing. Boom! There you go. It's simple little things. Simple little things. AEW does a lot of the simple little things right, but when they do them wrong, it's very apparent, and that was one of them. Yeah, because you went right into the card. And if you want to go into the card, that's fine. Leave that one. 
to last because there goes your 10 minutes. Or announce it on fucking Twitter tomorrow. Oh, right, you, right. You, you know you what I mean? You announce it today. Right. Yeah. It, 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 instantly. Right. Oh, right. 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 <laughs> so right. I was like, what right. the fuck? Why are they saying this so quickly? Right. So that, you know, so we go into the same evening. Ha ha, kayfabe's dead. It's a work. <laughs> so it's we go fake. into the same EG video, and he's not wearing his neck brace this week. And, uh, dude, his, his selling of this stuff with Matt Hardy. Listen, he's a very. Hilarious. Listen, fucking hilarious. I, I'm going to tell you something about Sammy Guevara. He is a unbelievable healer. He healed. Yeah. Could, could you imagine anyone else healing as quickly as Sammy Guevara? Oh, Unbelievable. Man, got, got hit with that golf cart, man. <laughs> and, then he, and then he took the Hey, we, yo, all kidding aside, that night or the, whatever, the next day, whenever we did the, the post show from that, that yeah. AEW review, yeah. how much did we drive home the point that he sold that fucking – Cart shot. He right. sold it better than Jericho did. He was a champ. Yeah. yeah. He was a champ. Yeah. He was a champ. And so that was a pretty Damascus. Pretty the movie. vessel Damascus. Yep. So we get into Sammy G and Damascus. Uh, solid main event. I thought uh, some weird spots by Matt Hardy, you know, biting the dude's foot. Shit like that. Well, that's, the, that's what Damascus is. Right. No, it's a little weird. But, but don't don't you get the idea that Matt Hardy's enjoying this though? Oh, he is. You know, just kind of having you you, you know what I get the sense that Matt Hardy spent so many years on the Indies and with Impact and you know, you know, combined. Couple, couple, you know, cups of yeah. coffee with ROH yeah. and everything else. Yeah. And he had a lot of creative freedom yeah. and then he went back to, you know, the machine and he lost all that. And now that he's back free and has that creative freedom, he can almost you can almost see it oozing out of him. Like I think yeah. it's just this is just just the beginning for yes. Matt Hardy, Damascus, whether the vessel he wants to come up with. Um, I am uh, I'm all in on it. I, I really do. And I, I think this might be a show for another day. Are we getting to the point that Matt Hardy historically? Is the bigger Hardy than Jeff Hardy, which we, you we, never we, thought would be the case? Uh, but I actually, I could actually make a strong argument that he is yeah, for a lot of reasons. Yeah, and and don't don't and, and and again, you know, we'll discuss this during the uh, when we discuss the pay per view. But you know, this match on 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 the football field, you know. Producing wise, Matt Hardy's going to have his fingerprint on this. Match. Well, not only that, they said it. They said it's in the. Didn't they say it's in the stadium? So I don't even know if it's, it's just. I don't even know if it's just confined to the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to be all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I was getting at. Yeah. So so the fact that not only you're going to have Matt Hardy's fingerprints on this, you're going to have Jericho's fingerprints and stamp on this as well, dude. The, I just, it just, it's gonna. I'm looking forward to it. This was a solid match. Hardy for the win. The, the, the loss doesn't hurt Sammy G. And that's how you know you're good when a loss is not gonna hurt you. You know, and it's just, it's just still, he's just learning. You know, the learning curve with him. And uh, 
you know, I thought, I thought this is where business picked up. This was the go home part that really was the hook. Whether or not you wanted to get this pay per view, I think you saw Kenny tied to the field goal post and, and Jericho doing his thing. And you saw Matt Hardy running up the stands because for those who don't know where they were, it is connected to, uh, to the football field. So what Matt did, he didn't do his invisible thing. He actually ran across it, and, and that is legit. Um, you know, you saw the young bucks come out, mm-hmm. and then Hardy showed. Well, there up. was something. There was something before you get to that. What I'm going to pick on good old Jr. again, and and this oh. is this yeah, is just yeah. hold on, hold on. Yeah. This is just me being my weird. I, okay. I get weird about little things. Yeah. When Jr. said. We really need to see the young bucks around here and hangman, yeah, really, just to get the elite going. Bucks. Yes, and I'm like, okay, so that it, now it's blatantly obvious that they're yeah. showing up. Like, yeah, don't big, say big. a word, dude. Like, what are you like? Do, yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah. If I was Tony Khan, I'd be in his ear, like, hey, Jr., shut the fuck up. Don't say that. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, the, like, first of all, we. I, I, Listen, we had a pretty good idea that they probably would show up tonight, especially the Bucks. Um, I wasn't sold on Hangman being there. That right, was I, w- I wasn't sold on that either. I wasn't sold on it either. And you know, in our last show, when when I don't know, the epiphany hit me that Nick Jackson was back in the match because um because uh, Cody has his own match, so he's not. Right. Fighting with the elite and on the show, like he would have been for blood and guts, blah blah blah. We talked about it last week, um, but anyway. Um, so Nick Jackson is back. So I figured you'd see the young bucks. I didn't know if you would see Hangman or not. Which I'll be honest, I popped hard when Hangman came out. I really I did. did. I was just happy I like to see him. Ran yeah, yeah. The football field, and then he kind of, and and then he he kind of. What's up, dogs? Listen, if you guys listen to Cool Truth enough, you will know that dogs are part of the show. They were fighting for a spot on the uh, on their little make bed we've got for them on the floor. There you go. And the older, the, the the bigger one took the spot where the younger one wanted it, so she was mad. So oh, I go. apologize, well, hey, folks. Nah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Hey, listen. Who cares? You're, you're going to hear ice clackling on this show. <laughs> you're going to hear, you know, drinks being poured. Yes. Who, know, who knows what? Come on. Come on. It's, it's, it's a fucking yeah, podcast. It's a fucking podcast. Did you ever listen to a fight companion on the Rogan show? They're smoking weed and pouring <laughs> drinks and eating cheese and wine and shit. Like, come on. Anyway, I mean, this is the way it's done. This is not. This is not fucking buttoned up, perfect radio. Uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah. So I just thought Jr. should have not said that yeah. because yeah. to me it made it very obvious that you were going to see them again. It's I. I some of this you chalk it up to, and I guess, and I would assume a lot of the people that are listening are lifelong, long-time wrestling fans. When you've watched wrestling and been around wrestling for so long, you pick up on things very easily. Yeah. So, and I get the casual fan hears that, you know, or the, the, the 10-year-old, Dad, he's right. I, I, I want to see the Young Bucks. They better come tonight, blah, blah, blah. When he says that, 
and I hear it, I'm like, oh, they're fucking coming tonight for sure. <laughs> like, I kind of knew they were coming anyway, but JR spoiled the surprise, you cocksucker. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I, again, I, the hangman part of it, I, I was still up in the air. It was good to see him. Cowboy shit, the whole, honestly, when 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 they were all fighting and Hangman wasn't there yet, I literally was marking out in my living room. I was like, "Cowboy shit, cowboy shit, cowboy shit!" Just because we haven't seen it, and I keep saying, "Where's Hangman?" So Hangman's there, but Runs then across the other side Hang, of the field yeah, he kicks some ass, does some right. cowboy shit, and then and he, he walks, walks away from the elite. And then Jared's like, I don't know where he's going. I'm gonna go drink some whiskey or something. I'm like, yeah, that's what fucking Hangman does. Yeah. So. And it keeps that question, it keeps the question going, going into the pay-per-view. So I thought it was a perfect way to end the end, end the night. It was, we saw, I saw, I thought the perfect way to start the night with Inner Circle. And I thought the perfect way to end the night was finally the Elite together after months of, you know. And then they played the, the Elite. No, that was the, so cool, man. The, yeah, very good. All the way around. Good, good uh, go-home show. Very good uh, go-home show. All right, let's take a, uh, a quick break, and then we will be back uh, right here at Cool Truth. And we're going to break down the uh, Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Once again, wrestling. (laughs) Oh, man. There's so many things to say. It's going to take a while. Anyway, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We're Cool Truth. AC White House. We'll be back. All right. We're back. Cool Truth. AEW. Dynamite Review and AEW Double or Nothing preview show. We're going to get into Double or Nothing, uh, Double double Your Nothing, Double or Nothing. Um, <laughs> Say that right now. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go match by match, make a couple predictions. Um, and I we don't know that this is the order, but we'll, we'll, we'll kind of take it in order. Whatever order we have it in, and then we'll, we'll give you some predictions, a little bit of a breakdown, and we can uh, we can go back to it. Actually, we could we could probably keep a little bit of score here if we pick we things di- if we, we pick things differently. <laughs> we could. Let me get back in there, and uh, and I will uh, I will I will write this down. There we go. As I'm, I'm as I'm typing. Uh, we're finally, we are finally here. Um, it, I didn't think we were going to get here with, uh, with everything going on. Yes. Uh, but, um, nonetheless, we are here and I'm very excited about this, this card. For those who listened to our show last week, we talked a little bit about, you know, you know, a month or two ago when they, when they announced that they were going to keep this, keep this pay-per-view going. You, you were wondering, okay, I'm going to drop 50 bucks on a card that hasn't been really made. Nothing's really been announced. I got to see how this plays out. And I would say in the last three weeks, I think this company has done a great job not only putting this 
this card together, but the excitement is definitely there uh, yeah, for, I, for this card. I yeah, mean, and I, I think they awesome. played it right because you just don't know. And they had to record all that content quickly because they didn't know if they were, you know, how long they were going to be on the shelf. Um, So I think I think they played it all. They played it all out correctly. Um, They retraced their steps and kept some feuds going. They created some new ones, and then you had not only you have not only the culmination of this uh, TNT championship, but it's also. Tied in to what I still believe to be the best feud in AEW, the best feud in all of wrestling right now, Cody and Archer. Yes. With Snake, and now Arn is back. Yeah. On Which the other adds side. adds a different element to them. And I Absolutely. thought... Absolutely. You know, I, I, I thought... Uh, yeah, no, I, I it was great. Um, I, I, I'm I very excited about this, this, this card. I think the buy-in... Um, we'll start with the buy-in pre-show... Looks like it's private party versus best friends. The winner of this match gets a uh, gets an opportunity to uh, to 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 opportunity at the tag team championships. Um, private party is ranked number three for those who care. Private party is ranked number three. Best friends is ranked number one. How the hell did they get ranked number one? Because they're the only team wrestling every week for the last yes, three months. Exactly. Uh, before this pandemic, best friends, I don't even think were ranked. And listen, you know, before this pandemic, they were set to lose to this six man triangular titles to Triangular de la Morte is what was probably going to happen. <laughs> it was probably what was going to happen. So now they get a shot at the tag team titles. Uh, I'll, I'll guess. Um, I honestly would rather see Private Party win, but that's a personal decision just because I've been a fan of those guys on the indies, yeah. especially Mark Quinn for, you know, I, I, I think I saw him wrestle the first time when he was like 19 or some shit. So um, I'm a big fan of his. So I, I would like them to win. Um, and, you know, anybody who's listening knows my thoughts about best friends. I don't dislike them. I don't love them. I just think they're there. I always felt like that, you know, in ROH when they, you know, got back together and everything else. Um, yeah. I could kind of take it or leave it. Um, listen, for the pre-show, I, I think it's a quality match. Uh, yeah. But I think that the best friends will win. Yes, I think the best friends are destined to get that tag team. Not not maybe so much the tag team championships, but definitely get that opportunity to uh, try to claim them. I, I Listen, uh... Chucky e. T or or Trent Beretta is headed for the uh, is headed for the the, the uh, what do you call it? Cowboy Lariat into the uh, V Trigger or whatever the hell they're doing. Right, you know, um, I I I like these. I I, I like Trent. I, I dig some of his stuff. Uh, Chucky e. Chucky e. T is, has uh, uh, grown on me a little bit. I personally think, and again, I could be a minority. I think these guys could have a really good run. Maybe not as champs or believable if they turn him heel. Uh, yeah, I, I, maybe. I would maybe. be really curious. I think I would enjoy Best Friends more if they were a heel. I think Chucky e. T has some heel tendencies in him. They just he's got to let them out. And 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 Brett uh, and Trent could just be that big that big mean bully. So Here, I, here's one I'm thing that's weird. 
that's weird for me with that. And I, I'm gonna bring. I, I don't know that I've brought this up on the show. If I have, I apologize, but I'm gonna bring it up again. Um, I've had a couple um, meetings with Tremperetta, different signings and indie shows or whatever um, that he did. Um, he did a signing with uh, with um, Kevin Nash and. Why is why can I think of the name right now? Uh, Gore, fucking Gore. He the, yeah, he, he, the spear. He called Gore. What the fuck is his name? Ah, oh. ECW, WWE. Yes, yes. Detroit guy. Yes. Why can't I think of his name? It's terrible. Uh, uh... I'm gonna try to Google it before because I I, I just feel like such an Gore. asshole. Why am I having a mental block now? I don't remember. Let's see. It'll probably come up. Rhino. Thank you. Rhino. 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 Oh, my God. How do we forget Rhino's name? That's so terrible. There's some new listener like, oh, dude, these guys suck. Anyway, we really don't suck. We really – I will – listen, I will forget names to the cows come home. I promise you. This, This is far from the last time I'll forget a name. Anyway, Rhino, Kevin Nash, we're doing a signing at uh, Ken's Cards in Berlin, Connecticut. Shout out Ken's Cards. Um, and this was the afternoon of CTWE's last show. And CTWE used to run Bethany. They were getting out of the game. They sold the idea of CTWE to NEW. And that's how NEW Bethany came about. So anyway, this was the eve of, or not even the eve of, the day of their last show. Because Nash was on the show. Rhino was on the show. So apparently, Beretta had some, I know he's only Trent in AEW, but Trent Beretta, we all know who he is. New Japan, WWE, the whole thing. Yep. Um, he had something cancel. And he called... One of the promoters, whatever. Anyway, he ends up at the signing. And then we see him at the show. Dude, no lie. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in pro wrestling. That's cool, man. And that that day, not only did we get Nash and Rhino and him in the signing, which was awesome. We got EC3. He was still Derek Bateman at the time. And I don't even... Well, he was Derek. He just had left WWE for the first time. Under the Derek Bateman gimmick. And I don't even remember what he was calling himself on that show. So we met him. And we got one of the greatest indie matches I've ever seen. Eddie Edwards and Johnny Gargano. Ooh. Which was tremendous. Uh, oh. But anyway, yes. So that's my Trent Beretta story. And Trent Beretta, I'll, I'll say this. And I know I was like, oh, he's the nicest guy ever. But I'm telling you right now, Tremperetta is the nicest guy ever. And I just, because I've seen him that way, I almost don't buy him as a heel. It's crazy to say it. I really just, because I'm almost like, he's too nice to be a heel. You know what I mean? But I see what you're saying. Um, I'm still rather here nor there on it. I, I don't really think that either team deserves a title shot. But here's the problem. There really isn't a team that deserves a title shot right now. And the tag team... Champions haven't been together 
eight weeks. So here, this yeah. is where we're at. You know what I mean? Where so go. At. So go. It's on the pre-show. Go for it. And listen, every time yeah, private, you see some high spots. You know, no, no. And every yeah. every time private party gets a chance to perform in front of yeah, uh, nationwide audience, I, I like it. They're getting better. Uh, I think a lot of people were down on him early, like, especially Isaiah Cassidy saying, oh, he makes all these mistakes. you got to realize they're, they're kids. They, the kids. You know, they've they're been wrestling young. in front of yeah. 500 people for a couple yeah. years. And now they're you know, on an AEW show in front of 16,000 people and on pay-per-view. Like, it, yeah. it, 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 just, it just comes to you overnight. Not everybody's Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Yep. So, but I think anytime, anytime private party gets a chance to shine, I'm for it. So let's, yep. that's fine. Go ahead. Yep, yep. Now we're going into Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. That's on the pre-show? No, no, no. Uh, that's just, that's, that's the order they have. Oh, you're, oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Because yeah. I thought Britt and Statlander ran a pre-show. That's the only reason I asked. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's been moved, but the only... The only match that's in parentheses for buy-in is the private party best friend. So it, are, is Britt and Statlander still listed as a On match? the card, yes. So, I, listen, I'm just going to throw this out there. And again, I guys, I'm not sexist. I just don't like the AEW women's division. Bring, get, bring me Tessa, please. Bring me Tessa, please. <laughs> anyway, um, I can't. Two women's matches on the pay-per-view? Get, come on. You can't There's do it this. Right, so we'll leave it alone. Well, you got and and, and AEW's offense. I mean, you got you're gonna have the champ on there, but you also you really have to have Britt Baker on there too, because dude, yeah, yeah, she's I don't really, think you do. I don't think you, you know. Do. I do. I, she's the only good thing about the women's division is Baker. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's but, not saying but a lot. But we're doing a disservice to Sean Spears. And, and and Dustin. Yeah, let's right? get there. So let yes. we'll go we'll go in the order. So we'll, yes. well, we're assuming that another match is on the pre-show, right? So whatever right. it is, it is what it is. We'll live with it. Um, right. Sean Spears, Dustin Rhodes. I think this is a sleeper for one of the better matches of the night. Number one, I agree. That was other than other than fun. what I brought up, where I thought they booked it a little quickly with what they did. Other yep. than that. Um, I'll say that I, I uh I think you're gonna get a very good match out of this. I'm digging yep. Spears right now. Totally I think Dustin's Spears. a very good opponent for him right now. Yep. It makes a lot of sense considering he's one of the guys in the Cody feud where we we talked about Cody being the Dusty character who has feuds with all these people. Spears yep. is one of those people, so he can't get to Cody right now. So he goes after his brother. After his brother Ma- yep. makes a lot makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yep. Ton of sense. Um, I picked the last one, so you pick first. I I know where I'm going, sure. but sure. I'll let you pick first. I, I, I this you you stole it. You stole my thunder. I think this is a sleeper match. I think this match. I think Dustin's. I think Dustin's responsibility in this match is to put Spears over. And not only just put Spears over, put the put put the rocket ship on him and, and, and start blasting off. I think that segment, we already talked about it a few minutes ago. His fantastic. His, his SSN segment, I think that's a start of something. I think you saw a different personality of him. He started his little his little you know, you know, his little wisecracks about Dustin. I think this if there was one thing that this pandemic has done for AEW, it's made a new star. And that new star is Sean Spears. 
So I think Sean Spears is going to go over in this match. It's going to be a good match. Dustin's going to get bloody, and it's going to be the chairman of AEW going over. Um, uh, you know, I'll save the suspense. I agree 100%. <laughs> um, and I honestly, I would be very disappointed if he doesn't win. And here's the thing. We all know what Dustin's role is here. Right? Be... Uh, be a... Be involved in the Cody feuds. And you're going to take some L's and take some ass kickings. But you're you're the, you know... You're, you're the guy that is the step up to Cody. And we, we get that. But... He's so damn good at what he does... He elevates the guy he's wrestling by doing it. Yep. Yep. So I expect that Spears will win, and I expect that uh, Dustin will elevate him further. Yep. Yep. Oh, 100%. And, this, and, and then a third match on this list, Dr. Britt Baker versus the alien stupid character Chris Statlander. Dude, I, I got Baker going over. Um you know, she's going to do that mandible claw thing to, her, to the alien, whatever. But it, it, I got I got Baker looking good as she does in this match here. Britt Baker, DDM for the win. Uh, okay, I'm with you. And that's really all I care about it. So let, we'll move on. <laughs> all right. Uh, now here's where business picks up a little bit. Uh, one of my... One of my favorite, one of my favorite heels in professional wrestling, right now, MJF versus Jim Ross calls him Jungle Jack, Jungle Boy. Um, I'll let you go first. This one, yeah. Uh, all right, listen. <laughs> At the last pay-per-view, who did MJF beat? Cody Rhodes. Okay. So, to make a long story short, MJF's going to win, and he should yeah. win. Yeah. And I'm not putting Jungle Boy in the same category as Marco Stunt, who should be sent to AEW Singapore. <laughs> but I am not a big fan of Jungle Boy either. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm not. Um... And listen, I was a 90210 fan. I, I love this father. I, I get it. <laughs> uh, come on. MJF's just too good. He's too good. Uh, MJF's going to put on a show. Um, they might muck it up and have him win, ch- cheat to win. But it's MJF, of course. It's what he's supposed to do. However it happens... I think MJF makes it entertaining, and MJF gets the win. I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, you know Jungle Boy will get some of his stuff in, but for the most part, I think MJF will win. Um, the question is, uh, do we get uh, anything further with? To me, the bigger question is, do we get anything further with uh, Luchasaurus and? Uh, oh, you stole my thunder. I'm hoping to see something, man. Yeah. I want to see this so bad. Ugh, do we do we get this. any do we get anything further with Luchasaurus and uh and and, and uh Wardlow? Which does that affect and if we do, 
does it affect Luchasaurus' uh, status or status for the uh, the uh, the buy-in ladder match or whatever we're calling it, the Casino Royale ladder match or whatever the fuck they're calling it? Um, casino ladder match. Casino, yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. Um, d- does does it affect his status for that? Or do we get this match after that match and Luchasaurus isn't around and Wardlow helps MJF win and does that advance whatever's going on with him and Luchasaurus? We'll see how it plays out, but either way, I think MJF wins. Yeah, no, I definitely see MJF here for the win because I think wins and losses for Jungle Boy right now don't matter. I think he he's in a similar situation as Sammy G., but Sammy G's in a better situation because he's learning from Chris Jericho. But I think the same can be said for Jungle Boy. Wins and losses don't matter because he's a project. This is how I feel about Jungle Boy. So I'm, I'm holding I'm holding my, my hand on my head like in a salute position. That's Luke Perry. I'm holding my hand by my chest, Jungle Boy. You, you get it? Luke Perry, Jungle right. Boy. Head above... Chest below, Luke Perry, Jungle Boy. Right. Okay, I get, yeah, I that. get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I know I get what you're saying. Um, but no, MJF. I think my my personal opinion. I know it's the same as yours. He when he talk about old school heels. Right now, he's the best in the business. Mike skills as a professional wrestler. If not the best right now, pretty close. He is one of the best right Def- now. Definitely one of the best. And yeah. and and so I just I just continue continue the trend with what they're doing with him. Um, you know, right now less is more for him. I don't want to see what too much of him is because I I I like not seeing a lot of him because it makes me want more. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like what they're doing with him, and just, you know he doesn't need to wrestle every week. But he needs to be there every week, mm-hmm. and I, I just, I, I, I just, I, I, I love his stuff right now. I, I would like, you know, I think he's going to go over. I think he's going to cheat a little bit. You know, Jungle Boy getting a little, getting a little momentum. Either Wardlow or himself with the ring, whatever. You're going to see him cheat because that's what heels do, cheat. Mm-hmm. And then I do want to see more of a cheat. Source in Wardlaw. I just, I get why they have the the Jurassic Express, but I really want to see Luchasaurus on his own. I think there's something there, maybe not with that, with that uh, character, but with him as a wrestler, I think there's something there, and I just think that it just needs to he needs to go on his own eventually. So maybe we see some Wardlaw stuff would be pretty cool. So right now, dude. We look at it. We're four matches in, dude. We got the same four, so yeah. And um, I, I don't, I don't. I, here's the thing, and I was thinking about that when we were picking. <laughs> and I understand it sounds. Here's the uh, that the famous word that people want to use is predictable. Yes and no. I think it's how you. I don't think it's necessarily predictable or not predictable. I think it's how you get there. And yes. I think they could get there in the right way in a lot of these matches. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, and and and, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Obviously, I'm we're not even in the meat and potatoes yet. Anyway, right. And that's why we're gonna. I'm gonna go with the women's match next. Um, 
here, Nyla Rose versus Sheeta. Um, I like Sheeta. The only thing, though, we don't know who she is. We're not vested in her. I like what she does in the ring. I like her entrance. There's a, I, I like a lot of what Sheeta does. Well, considering there's not a whole lot of talent in the women's division as it is. I think Sheeta is one of those good spots. I just don't think AEW's done a good job of making us vested into the character of Sheeta. So I think that's part of the problem is we don't have vested interest into these characters. And I don't really think Nyla Rose is a good champion. Anyway, it's a no. This is, but here's the, here's the interesting thing is I know the norm is to go with Nyla Rose here, but the fact that this is a no DQ, no count out, I'm going to do something different here. And I'm going to go with Sheeta for the win. She's been the number one. Doesn't really matter, I guess. I don't know. But she's been the number one ranked uh, in the women's division for 12 weeks now. Um, and barring because this is a no D, and this could blow up in my face, I, I know. But because this is a no DQ, no count out, I think that helps up Sheeta. And she's going to get her her little weapon that there she uses and and beat the piss out of Nyla Rose with it. So I'm going with Sheeta for the win, and we get a new champ, and that's going to go. My prediction is it sets up for a Sheeta-Britt Baker program so that maybe maybe by the next pay-per-view, we could say all in or all out, whatever they're going to call the third one, Britt Baker will finally get what is rightfully hers, the Women's Championship. So I'm going with Sheeta. Um, I'm going to actually go the opposite way. And, okay. And so this is the first one we disagree on. Yeah. This um, is awesome. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go the opposite way. And I actually think that Britt Baker is going to be involved in this. I think Britt Baker is going to cause. Now, I could, you, you could be right on that AC. That's a, that's a good, that's a good spin too. Is, yeah. Is, I, 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 I think that Britt Baker is going to cause Sheeta to lose the match and they're going to go. Baker Sheeta, and I don't necessarily. I don't. I, it, here's the problem, though. It, it doesn't leave a lot for Rose after, but yeah. I just think that this has been a mismanaged division since the beginning. Yeah. And what you said makes a lot more sense. I'm I'm with you. It makes a lot more sense. I just feel like. I don't know. I it's something still missing for me. Maybe you yeah. come out of this pay per view feeling differently. Uh, yeah. But I just think it's been mismanaged. I I, yeah. I don't like the direction, and I think that's going to continue. Um, I think Rose is going to win, and again, maybe with uh, Britt Baker costing Sheeta, and then yeah. they move on to Sheeta and Baker, which will be the bigger feud. But without the title, which will be strange. But I can almost see them doing that. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. But we, yeah, you know, I can see that. I finally, see that. five matches in, we we pick differently. No, it's good. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I, I obviously surprised because I thought you were going to pick Nyla Rose. So yeah, I, I, I was too. I was too. I, I, seriously, I, I was too. But I, I talked myself out of it is because I really think, and you're right because Britt Baker definitely could come out. And, and be part of this, and that's why they set up for no DQ. But I, I'm trying to—I don't know. 
think a little differently, maybe. But yeah. the no cue. No, I like I like I like your concept. I really do. I'm I'm not saying I don't. And, um, and, so, and I, I don't and I don't necessarily think you're wrong. I just my expectation level for what they do with this division right, is it's great. The right. Right. And, and it it doesn't it's even with the expectation level being down, I don't necessarily think the idea is bad. The part of it that I wouldn't get, even if if, if my scenario played out, Burke Baker Rashida uh, is probably the better program. But yeah. the problem is you now have a champion who's secondary, which I don't know. I, I hate that. You know what I mean? So, but we'll see. I do we'll too. See. I do too. I totally agree. But no, I think I think yeah. So so finally we got one that's different, and I think this is uh, now these last what is it one two three four these last four matches is when as Jim Ross said business will pick up, mm-hmm. and we will start with. The casino ladder match, where we have nine competitors going. Now, now again, just it. just to be clear, we don't know that this is the order either, because I we actually think know. that I actually think that it's very likely this ladder match leads off the show. That, if that I was booking it, it would, but we'll yeah, see. I think it's a good possibility. Um, so, give us the contestants, uh, okay. other than the surprise. Okay, we have. I'll give the first one because I know he's your favorite. We have Boom Boom Colt Cabana. Uh, I wanted to puke when I saw him come out tonight. Ah, uh, we have Darby Allen. We have Orange Cassidy. We have Scorpio Sky. We have Kip Sabin. We have Luchasaurus. We have Frankie Kazarian, and we have Rey Mysterio. And last but not least, we have the mystery competitor. Ray Phoenix. Won- not Ray Mysterio. Ray Phoenix. Oh, I'm sorry. Ray Phoenix. I'm sorry. I was like, wait a minute. I, 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 at first, I was like, is he right. predicting Ray Mysterio is no. going to be the, no, the surprise no, entry? I mean, no. Ray Mysterio got thrown off the roof and ended up oh, in AEW. Could you yeah. imagine? That anyway. would be funny. Ray no. Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Sorry. Sorry. It's funny because I bought <laughs> Jackson. I was at... Uh, we have a neighborhood Walmart, which for those who don't know what neighborhood Walmart is, it's just the grocery store Walmart, and I had to pick up a All few right. things. All right, so listen, where he lives, there's nine Walmarts in a 20-mile radius. <laughs> I'm not and, even kidding. Uh, yeah. And they're all and humongous. So I had to pick up a couple of things, and they had a clearance rack. They had a couple of wrestling figures, and you know you know Jackson and his wrestling figures. Yep. So I picked them up. You remember Halloween Havoc when he, when Rey Mysterio went against Eddie Guerrero and he oh, wore that purple, that purple one of the great matches of all time of all time exactly one of the, when he, he wore that purple um, suit with the mask. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a WWE figure with that, so I picked that up. Really? Guys. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah. Dude, so can I ask you a question? Do they sell guns yeah. in Walmart down there? Um. Yeah, but they're trying to get out. They're tending to get out of it. They're not selling okay. as much ammo anymore. Yeah, because yeah, I remember when it, when when the WalMarts first came up here, they did, but they don't anymore. Yeah, yeah no, they're starting to slowly but surely get out of it. But this is a Second Amendment state, so it, it, they're running into some obstacles. But yeah, no, we got a we got a we got a governor that's trying to get trying to take our guns away. So <laughs> obviously, you know, but, but yeah, so we got all that fun stuff down here. Um, and uh, so, sorry, it's Ray Phoenix. And then last but not least, we have our mystery competitor. 
So, so this particular match, here's what we're going to do. We're going to predict the winner. Who are Wait, also before we do that. The competitor. Before, before we do that. Yeah. Let's play out the rules. Because it's not okay. every guy. Not no, every, it's not. You're okay. very, very good call, AC. No, it's not. To start, and then every 90 seconds, another competitor will come out. Unless somebody wins before Unless they come out. Unless somebody grabs the coin, the chip, before those competitors come out. Do you find it? Do you find it interesting that they that they made that a point? Oh, I found I found the whole this whole concept very interesting. I, I don't I don't necessarily I don't necessarily believe that the match will end before everybody no, comes I don't. out. I but don't. the I idea. The Just idea the idea that, that they made that a point and made that a point for down the road as they do more, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's you could at some point you could see that yeah. um, possibly happening, which I think is pretty cool. Um, I I like the concept. I like the idea. Um, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb, bro, and I'm gonna give you the, I'm gonna give you an answer for both questions at the same time. Okay. And this is probably thinking with my heart more than my head. I, I I just have this weird feeling that EC3 is headed to AEW. I think this is the perfect time to introduce him. I think he's the perfect guy for the company. Um, it just there's so much potential and so much that could be done. Uh-huh. He could be he could be babyface. He could be heel. Uh-huh. Um, there's so many ways you can present, present this. He's calling himself the essential character now, not Ethan Carter. So there's a lot of ways you could take that. Um, I, I, I could be a thousand percent wrong. I, I, I'm not, I am not a dirt shit reader either. I fucking hate the dirt shits. I think they're the most garbage form of media, this side of CNN and MSNBC. So I don't read them. I, I could care less. It's, I think it's atrocious what they do because it's, it's literally hogwash garbage all the time. And I don't yeah. care to read it. I really don't. I think it's trash. Um, so I don't read dirt sheets and I, and I'm not one for spoilers. I don't even know if it's a, even a big rumor that EC3 is coming. Uh, this not, is I, don't, I haven't seen it anywhere yet. Listen, this is just me pulling something out right. of thin air. Yeah. Literally out of thin air. It, it could be fucking Marco Stunt's long-lost brother who ends up being the mystery entrant. I have no idea. It could be... Uh, it could be... It could be... Um, San Omero. It could be fucking Pentagon. I have no idea. But I am, I'm just going to throw this out there because if it works out, I want to sound like a genius. EC3, mystery opponent, and winner. Holy shit. I'm running with it. Okay. Well, did you just like bl- Did you just blow like a big line? Are you all right? No, no, no. I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm writing, I'm writing it down. All no. of a sudden, I heard like a snort and a holy shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Are we, are we talking to Tony Montana over here? What the fuck? <laughs> no. I, 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 listen, the, Double or Nothing, we know is, of the four pay-per-views, is number two. It's the big, they're big two. So we know surprises are going to happen. I mean, it's where Moxley made his debut last year. 
uh, that was a big surprise. So I believe that there is going to be a big surprise. Yeah, I mean, you can almost make the case in AEW terms that Double or Nothing is their WrestleMania-ish show. Right. You could. Uh, Unless unless you're, you know, tying in all in to all out, which they kind of did with the name. But as far as, you know, their their history is concerned with, like you said, Mox debuting, um, Jericho, Omega, the whole thing. First pay-per-view. I mean, first real show for AEW. Um, you could almost yeah, make the double, case double. that Double or Nothing's the WrestleMania. Vegas, the whole thing. So, you know. But it's the big two. And Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and I, I think... I mean, it's two or four. And I, agree, and I agree with you that I think, I think you know, this will be a good spot for somebody, somebody of an EC3 elk. Because I think he fits exactly... That type of wrestler for AEW, um, and he is so not a WWE charisma. guy. And, and, and another, another really good guy. If you ever met him, a really good guy. Just Everything I've heard, there. this yes. I, I met I, him when I he was TNA champ. He was dude. He was, yeah. he was just dude, a good guy. I love that fucking run him TNA champ. Um, Want to know the other thing about that too? Was uh, not to go down another fucking rabbit hole here, but that belt was very nice. Very oh, nice. dude! Right now they got it back. I don't know if you know that. No. Um, the TNA they, belt. They're, use, they're using it now because Tesla's not on because of this whole pan pan, pan so pandemic. Moose is so, the champ, right? So Moose is Moose. They had a thing where Moose is the champ, and he's wearing it. Yeah, he's wearing that belt right now. Mm, interesting. It was interesting, but he never beat. Tesla. I love that belt. I love that belt. I, I, I think so that belt's nice. gorgeous. And it looks beautiful in person. Like, um, the old school ROH title belts, when you used to you know hang with the guys and they'd let you hold the belt, they were always yeah. really beat up. Uh, that belt was very well kept. Um, yeah. As well as the, the couple of the IWGPs I saw were very well kept also. Yeah, no, uh, uh, that one looks. That one, I, I love Bully Ray it's with a it. Very it's nice belt. With it. Very nice belt. Uh, I, I, my prediction is EC3 shows up as well, but where I differ, I think this is the. T- I think this is a perfect opportunity for Ray Phoenix to come out and shine. So the fans of, who hasn't seen his stuff from AAA, he was the AAA champion. Now Kenny Omega is. Kenny Omega beat him a, a month or two, a, a couple months ago, several months ago. And uh, uh, Ray Phoenix, uh, I think this is a good opportunity. And, 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 and you can see a Ray Phoenix and uh, I think a Ray Phoenix, uh, Moxley or Brody Lee, either or, I think that would be a good, I think that would be a, a really good solid match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going, I, I, I'm going I, with Phoenix. I agree. I agree with you. I, I but I don't think Phoenix will win. If I had to pick, if I had to, if I had to pick a second guy, like it's let's let's just do this. Assuming that EC3 isn't the, yeah. um, isn't the surprise person, which yeah. I'm not going to pick another surprise person. I'm going to go with sure. It. But if I was to pick another winner, if I was if I was to pick a winner out of the, out of the guys we know that are in the match, I honestly think it's going to be Scorpio Sky. He was my number two. He's my number two. Yeah. Yeah. 
makes it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's a guy they've come sure. very close to pushing already. Yeah. Uh, they seem to like him. He's very good. Uh, I could see that being a thing. So yeah, we'll, no, we'll he, see how he's plays my number two. And 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 if if, if it is EC three, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Pac. Oh yeah, well that's a good point too. Uh, and it, so, honestly, if it's if it's Pac, I think he'll win. I think he would win too. Because I don't, and I don't necessarily dislike that either. Because Pac and Moxley is, you know, that's that's you know that's a big thing there. Shit, yeah, man. You know, all you um, know, all all out main event, Pac and Moxley for the title. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, so 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 that leads us into uh, that was uh, I. It's if it's not a four main event, you know, this leads us into the Stadium Stampede. The Elite with Matt Hardy versus the Inner Circle. I'll let you go first on this one. Boy. Uh, out of all the matches, the the two big ones. Well, honestly, out of all the match, Well, two of the three big ones, I'll say. Um, are very difficult to pick. And this yes. falls into that category. It's very difficult to pick. Um, I could make the case for each side winning. Um, but I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit here. And I think that this elite hangman situation is going to play out further. And I think it's going to in some way cost them the match. I, th- I, I, here's, I, I, don't, I don't think it necessarily hurts them. Um, because they're so well loved and popular, and, and all so many top guys in the uh, in in the feud there, and then you got Le Champion and and his guys, and I think it still establishes a little bit of dominance for what um, for what uh, Jericho's brought to uh, to this whole situation. So I am. I'm probably 55-45 on this, but I'm going to go with Inner Circle. Okay. Um, this Of all the matches, I agree with you. I think this match could go either way. And uh, for some reason, are they still doing down the road their blood and guts thing, or has that just been nixed? Um, it was postponed to a later date that has yet to be mentioned, I believe, but I believe they rebooked, um, I, I believe they rebooked, uh, what do you call it? New Jersey there. Um, yeah. Where that show was supposed to be for yeah. December. So maybe they're looking at it. I, I just think they don't want to do that without fans, which I don't blame. Right. No, 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 no that, well, the only reason I say that is. If, if, if my my thought process, if if you have, plus elite, I think Cody wants to be part of it too. To be honest right. with you, if you have Elite go over Inner Circle here, doesn't that kind of end their feud going on? Like, doesn't the Inner Circle have to have to come out on top so that the Elite still have doubt? I mean, you saw some of the video packages Kenny's talking about. You know, we can't get over on these guys. Mm-hmm. These, we're supposed to be the Elite. 
and they kept keep getting over on us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think you're on to something where I think the 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 question about about the hangman of where he is, I a lot of that's gonna come out and come in play, particularly right here. Mm-hmm. And I I think somehow maybe we see a new member of inner circle. I don't know. But I think there's a surprise, some sort of surprise is coming out of this match to help to get inner circle over. Jericho's going he's got something that's gonna go over all on the elite somehow to continue mm-hmm. this to continue this feud. So I, I'm with you. I think it's gonna be the inner circle as well. Because um, I, I, I think that if you have if you have the elite winning here, you're kind of saying you're done with the feud. Mm-hmm. But in order to continue the feud, I think you still need the inner circle to go one up. That's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at with this. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. And that takes us into the. Uh, their, I think it's personally. I think it's their version of the TV title, the TNT Championship Final. Cody versus Lance Archer. Oh, you you win the prize on this one because I I still I still don't know. I um I I don't know if I want to go with my head or my heart on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, take take a page out of old AC. <laughs> because right now. Right now, when we talk about, I mean, Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler. Right now, what Cody's doing, it's hard not to put him on there like my 1A, 1B, Kenny and Cody. And Lance Archer, since the G1, and we've both said this hundreds of times, and I'm sure people listening to this is sick of hearing it, mm-hmm. Lance Archer's run from the G1 last Last late summer, fall is exciting. Put him on the map. Maybe invested interest in him. I could see this going either way. This TNT Championship, though, I think they want. It's like what we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Cody lost the big one with with Jericho. Now he can't go after this championship. Putting this belt on Archer, Cody loses. In this championship match, I wonder if they put it on Cody, Lance still could run and, and go after and go after this. So, uh, AC, I'm going with Cody. Um, I, I think it's a fair pick. I think it's the safer of the two picks. Um, I don't think the idea of them doing it's ridiculous at all. And even if you didn't pick, um, even if you didn't pick Cody to win, um, I would think that you would expect him to put on a two-man show, which, when he you know cracks the wall, is finally looking at them, gonna say his natural hair color was you know crazy, right? Um, I'm gonna go with Archer. And I'm going to go with Archer, A, because I think it, 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 it advances his 
run as the heel better. And I yeah. think the X Factor, which is sitting right there, which this could backfire on me for sure. Um, and, and, and actually aid Cody as well, which is why yeah. I'm so on defense for it. I'm on defense on this match so, so much. Tyson man. being involved. Yeah. Um, and who's he involved for? Right. So I, I'm, I'm literally on the fence. It's like 51, 49%. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's but, kind uh, of that. Yeah. Um, I, a little bit more of my heart over my head. Yeah. And this is not, I am a huge Cody fan. Yeah. This is not yeah. me knocking Cody at all. This is me being so enamored and so all in on Archer right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be huge for him. But I can also see it going the other way. But I'm going to stick with Archer. Um, and maybe maybe Mike helps him. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, we'll see how that all goes. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Archer. And I'm not very confident with it, but I'm going to go with it. All right. And that takes us to our main event, the last match of the evening. John Moxley versus Brody Lee. Um, I was kind of shocked they got Brody in this in this spot as quickly as they did, mm. but it works. I, I think like they the felt like he needed something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it works. These two have some serious chemistry. Mm. I mean, that goes back that goes back to their CZW days, mm-hmm. Evolve days. So I know there's the chemistry there, but it works. It's good. I was kind of what you know, I didn't think it, the belt would look good on Brody, and, and it does. Don't get me wrong; it's believable. Mm-hmm. But I think this run they have with Moxley is something that they're going to go with a little longer, and a loss or something funky isn't going to hurt Brody Lee and what he's trying to do. Whether it's his minions that cost him it, or some surprise that we don't know that's going to going to do a program with Brody don't know but I think Moxley's going to come out of this still as the champion and it's going to set him up for a program later down the road with maybe whomever wins the ladder match or they've said already that um, the, the winner of the TNT title is automatically jumped to number one maybe this puts him in a feud down the road with with uh, Cody, who I think is going to be the the champ, or you know what what not, but um, so I think Moxie's going to come out of this um, as, as the champ. He's going to um, retain. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think Mox is going to win. Um, I'm as long a as little hot search. Yeah, please don't. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little more secure in this pick than I am about the last two matches. I agree, I agree. Um, but I also think that it's going to be done in a way that this uh, dark order idea, this gimmick, this whatever it is, is yeah. going to play a big role in the idea that um, Moxley wins the title. Yeah, and. Uh, I think it's going to advance that entire Dark Order storyline going forward because, let's face it, Brody Lee's probably would not take the heat. He's probably going to blame, you know, some right. random 
yeah. you know, member who didn't help him, who he wanted to, that was right. under oath, that didn't help him, and now you're under arrest. And I could just see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so if you look at it, there's nine matches on the card, and we have one, two, three, four. We have five matches we're the same with. Best friends over mm-hmm. private party. We have Spears going over Dustin. Mm-hmm. We both like Baker. We both like MJF. Mm-hmm. We both like Mox. Okay. Where's where we differ? We differ in the latter match. We both agree that that surprise would be awesome if it's EC3. You're going to go with him for the win, which I think that would be pretty badass. I'm going with Phoenix. Oh, sorry. We both got we both got Inner Circle as well. And I have Cody. You have Archer. I'm going with Sheeta. You're going with Rose. So we differ on one, two, three. three not, out yeah. Of- yeah, considering how many matches there are, that's not a lot. One, but two, I, three, again, four. I don't think it, I don't, I don't, even if, we're, even if we're right, I don't think it makes the show predictable. No, no, I think. Because it's how you get there and how you present right. it. And I think the storytelling they've done to get there, it just, it just, I think they've done a great job, much better than they did this time of, uh, last time in October. No doubt. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, so I think they're in a better spot. And they got some better, a better cast of characters as well. Not a knock on what they had back in October, but I think adding Lance Archer, adding Brody Lee as you know, for example, mm, yeah. Sean Spears is a better spot now. I just think they're in a, they're in a better spot, and, and, and so I think they're learning. When they, they're when they were, when they they were when they were doing the original Double or Nothing or something. Yeah, about. yeah, you know, mm, I yeah. think they're in a better spot. And you look from from well, now, you, you, and you've also ago. built up you built up some of the yeah. You know some of the main names and everything else. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I'm very looking forward to this card. I'm very, I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, 100%. A, 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 from a month ago until now, I think they did a great job considering everything that's what's going on. They definitely took a negative and turned it into a positive in the aspect of what to do without a crowd and continue the storylines, continue building. They actually built a rest, you know, built up wrestlers. That weren't used before, so I think all in all, what Tony Khan is doing, it's working, and so I hope he keeps it up. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking. I think the one thing I'm excited for for this pay per view is what what surprises there could be, you know, because you know there are going to be a couple. Yeah, all kind yeah, of areas th- yeah, gonna bring. yeah, absolutely. So that's where um, I, that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, expecting, I'm expecting honestly, AC. I'm expecting this. I'm expecting this pay-per-view, if not to be a B plus, A minus. I mean, that's where I got this. I got yeah, this yeah. Eight, they're 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 eight or nine, man. Bro, they have a high. lot of good matches set up for this pay-per-view. Hundred percent. I agree. I agree. I think it. I think that. Um, I um, even given the circumstances, uh, I think they're going to do enough to get some, you know, the crowd reaction type thing they've been doing. Um, yep. the, the pyros and everything else, yep. um, the whole thing, uh, I, I, I think the expectation is that this is going to be, uh, an exciting, you know, three, four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, man. So uh, when we, when we meet up again, we'll, uh, we'll drop the score down, but I think, uh, uh I think all in all, I think it, again, it's going to be a great card and, and I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, 
B plus A minus is kind of looking for that eight or nine. And uh, I'm just, uh, I just can't wait to Saturday night, man. Yeah, looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, and we'll be back, like I said, um, at some point between the end of the show and Monday morning with a review, yeah. which I think will probably be a good review. I think it'll be. Oh, yeah. um, of course, listen, we don't pull punches. We don't hold back. Uh, if we don't like something, we're not afraid to say it. So uh, that will be part of it too. But I think it'll, it's it's an honest um you know, fun review or preview tonight and then a review when we do it. Um, Dynamite was good again. Yes. Um, and it's it's good to finally have a uh, some content up on the uh, Retro Wrestling Podcast Network, which is pretty cool. Oh, retro, re- retro Mania. Excuse me. Retro Mania. I said Retro Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> out of it right now. Um, retro Mania uh, Wrestling Podcast Network. Um, so it's finally great to be on here. So welcome you new listeners. Welcome this new network. I think it's pretty cool. And to the faithful, we appreciate you guys as yes, always. Very much. As always, um, listen, watch AEW, enjoy it. I think it's going to be a good night. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we had a lot of good UFC in the last couple weeks. We have some good UFC coming around the corner, but for this weekend, it's on to the wrestling. It's on to the AEW. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I'm sure you and I will be talking. And then uh, yes. we will we will plan the uh, review show. But I, uh, yes. I'm excited, brother. I am too, man. I'm looking forward to it. That that, M- M- that MITB was the sh- drizzling shits. Um, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to some good wrestling. Yeah, we talked about and, that. Yeah. Yes, we did. And so I'm really looking forward to this. And uh, Saturday, not only because I don't have to work, but Saturday can't get here soon. No, I really can't. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it, too. And uh, as always, we'll be back. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. I'm Daddy Cool AC. He's White House. Good night, everybody. Good night. Give me a nighty night. Give me a nighty night. Nighty night. I love it when he does that. Good night, everybody. Truth Podcast Production.